Well, good evening. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Anybody excited about food? <laughs> Isn't it awesome? You know, it's been awesome just to get to meet some of the family and friends that have traveled to have a suit to celebrate um, Thanksgiving here with us tonight and with your family. And I really want to reinforce um, the announcement that Kathy made. Uh, we've been planning and talking about uh, celebration for our widows and widowers, and we've included other family members. And uh, we've spent most of the day preparing, or the afternoon preparing the McCulloch campus. It looks phenomenal. It looks like a, a homecoming, sit-down, fun-time dinner. So uh, if you don't have a place to go, and we really don't want you to be by yourself, unless you want to be by yourself, but we are going to invite you to come and be part of us. So we're going to talk just a little bit. When you think about 2020, the year 2020, would you agree with me that it's been a challenging year to be overjoyed about? <laughs> Lots of turmoil is, is what we have experienced, and, and we all could agree on that. And, and one of my favorite passages in the Old Testament actually addresses a little bit of that. And I want to share just a moment or two and give us some words of encouragement. So if you have your Bible or your Bible app, turn in the Old Testament to Psalm chapter 23. Now, many of you, if you grew up in a biblical background, probably memorized Psalm 23. If you've ever been to a celebration of life, you've probably heard Psalm 23 and, and some of the things that are talked about. And I'm not going to cover the whole Psalm. I'm just going to talk about the first four verses. And by the way, if if you need a Bible or would like a Bible, there are Bibles in the chairs in front of you. It's on page 541. Bring it, take it, open it. And if you know of someone who will read it or yourself and you would like to have one at home, take it with you. Because I really want to offer just a little bit of hope this morning, or this evening, excuse me, um, for our church that's present and our church that is joining us online. Isn't it amazing that we can do online as well? Welcome online uh, members as well. And uh, maybe some things that you can be personally thankful for. So follow along with me as we read. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I want to stop right there because I want to offer hope for what we as a church and you personally can be thankful for. First of all, here's something that was brought to my attention. The Lord is my shepherd. This is the first time that we've noticed in Scripture that David actually personalizes this. He doesn't say the Lord is our shepherd there. He says the Lord is my shepherd. Isn't it amazing that we have a shepherd? Each one of us has a shepherd. And as we look at that, what does that really mean? This shepherd is our shield. The shepherd is our rock. The shepherd is our king. The shepherd is our judge. The shepherd is our fortress. The shepherd is our provider. And this shepherd is our redeemer. I am thankful that God has given me a shepherd. How about you? 
And then in verse 2 it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. I shall not want. He leads me. He provides for me. Now, sometimes when we think about that, as we're just sitting and talking, we're thinking, okay, well, that's, that's awesome. That's what a shepherd's job is. Stop and think about this just for a minute. Imagine that you are a shepherd and you have a herd of sheep. And Mojave County is the area that you've been charged to feed those sheep. You think it'd be easy? It's desert, right? It's harsh, right? Now, there's water, there's a river, and there's some areas of green pasture. But that shepherd that we're talking about loves us so much that he provides good food for us to eat. That shepherd gives us rest. He gives us a time of rest. You see, I'm thankful God gives each of us rest, and I'm thankful he revitalizes each one of us. He restores our soul. I am thankful, especially when we are at a point of giving up. He gives us strength. Any of you in the year 2020 been at the point of saying, I give up. I give up. I give up. Lord, I can't take anything else. I give up. Well, can I encourage you right here? This is the shepherd who encourages us not to give up because just about the time we think that we can't take any more, we can't go any further, somehow or another, that phenomenal shepherd gives us strength, leads us to that green pasture, allows our body to rest. I'm thankful. How about you? He teaches me. In verse 3, he teaches me. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He teaches me and leads me on a right path. You know, it's been said that most of us as guys will not ask, stop and ask for direction. Now that we have devices, they can give us wrong directions as well. And we can blame it on them, but most of us want to go the right direction. Would you agree with that? I, I mean, I don't think many of us start out and say, you know, I'm going to go on this thousand mile trip. And I think, it, let's see, I think I'm supposed to be going north, but I think I'll just go east for a while and see if I wind up north. No, we want to go the right direction. But this passage is saying more than just us traveling in a right direction. It's living a life of right direction as well. I want to know absolutely, unequivocally, that I'm doing the right thing. This shepherd that will guide us, guides us in the direction that we need to be heading in, in the right direction. I'm thankful that we have a shepherd that is our shield and our rock. I'm thankful that we have a shepherd that provides sustenance and rest. I'm thankful that I have a shepherd that teaches me and leads me in the right path or direction to go. How about you? Now, as you hear these words, and those of you who are joining us online, here's something that you get to participate in. 
for the next little bit, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you just to think about what you're thankful for. I'm, I'm going to ask you to look at the person around you and, and in one sentence, hopefully it's not a run-on sentence, hopefully in one sentence you share with that person that's next to you a time or an event in the year 2020 that you are thankful for. So this is your chance to interact with one another. And as we move forward, this has been one of those even though years. I'm thankful even though. Let's look at verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no death or no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see that even though, can you say even though? I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You see, this statement is actually used to convey a perilously threatening environment. I'd say that 2020 has been a year that has been created as an environment of perilously threatening times, would you? Even amidst COVID-19, and COVID-19 has caused panic and fear for not only our community, but our nation. And here's a fact. Here's what I know for sure. If you do not believe that there is panic, try buying a package of toilet tissue in a local grocery store right now. I used to say, I, I don't get it. And this is a little gruff or rough, but I, I did read and, and I know that you can't believe everything that you read on Facebook, but I believe that this could be the truth. There was a post on Facebook that said, I finally get it. I understand why there's a shortage of toilet tissue. I was in the grocery store shopping the other day, and somebody coughed and sneezed really loud, and 40 folks pooped their pants. That could very well explain why there's a shortage of tissue in the grocery stores. But here's, here's the neat part. When we walk in the midst of an environment that we cannot fix, we're forced to do one of two things. We're either forced to trust God and one of my favorite life verses is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. When you don't know which direction to go, God asks us to trust him. He is our shepherd, remember. He is our heavenly father, remember. Now, the other option is just to allow fear to engulf us and handcuff us and take away any opportunity of moving forward. Fear of something that may or may not happen. Because see, even though, even though we're in the valley, God has brought 218 people in the year of 2020 
to faith and recommitment of their lives to be baptized and serve Jesus Christ as their Savior, I'm thankful. Even though we're in an economic depression and folks got laid off and businesses closed and counties and cities and states mandated only essentials stay open, Calvary has helped build 21 wells in Mozambique and refurbished six more since June of 2019. I'm thankful. And by the way, when I say Calvary, I am referring to every single one of us that's in the hearing of my voice. Even though money was tight and some of you did not get paychecks for weeks or months and some of you may still be in that area, you gave diligently even though Calvary gave $606,201 to mission causes helping lead life change outside the walls of Calvary Baptist Church in Lake Havasu City. I am thankful. Even though some folks could not pay their electricity bill, they may not could put gas or fuel in their vehicle. They may not could put groceries on their table. Our benevolence team helped 51 families do just that. I am thankful. Even though the cities and the government say don't go out, don't connect, don't be involved in community, Hundreds of volunteers from Calvary served in multiple projects throughout this year, including, but not limited to, every school in Lake Havasu City and several in Parker. I don't know about you, but as one of those volunteers, I am thankful, even though, even though, even though they said, don't go out, it's not safe. Calvary provided a safe place for parents and children to have fun and to get sugared up on October the 31st on the tons of candy that you donated. Calvary, I am thankful for you. Even though some schools said we're shutting the doors, even though some counties mandated no on-site schools, Calvary Christian Academy has provided a biblical, loving, caring education for 298 students in 2020. I am thankful. Amen. And we're reminded as we do the accolades here, unfortunately, there's some folks that are not here with us. Even though they're not here, I'm thankful for their influence on our lives. And we're reminded that even though times may seem tough, and by the way, they are. Let's just be honest. Times are tough. But God, our great shepherd, will and is constantly providing for our present and will provide for our future, I am thankful. Amen. Our caring verse, Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything. 
do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. How? By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So let us delight in this season of thanksgiving in the Lord. And let us meditate on his word daily. Because we have a great shepherd who loves us. We serve a God who is a great provider. I serve with a team and a family that I am thankful for on a daily basis. God bless each and every one of you. Will you join me in prayer? Father, just by me saying that I'm thankful doesn't change anything. Lord, by me acknowledging the fact that I can do nothing apart from you, I'm grateful. And Father, I am thankful for every family that is represented in this room. I'm thankful that you give us an opportunity to join together in a safe environment. I'm thankful that you challenge us to love you and be encouraged by you and encourage one another. I'm thankful for the nods and the faces and the, and the shouts out of how thankful your people are. But Father, I'm, I'm heartbroken over the 40,000 people that don't know you as their shepherd, don't know you as their provider. And God, we have an opportunity to lead them. So fortify us. Lord, give us strength. Give us courage. Remove doubt and fear. And with thanksgiving, allow us to march forward. God, you gave us words to share. Our Father, who art in heaven, how will it be thy name? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.